Hey, Jackoff fans, before we get started, I want to let you know that this show does not really follow our normal format. Uh, we were intending to talk about The Matrix, and the show, the conversation just evolved as we were discussing. Um, uh, we get into gender politics, into gender roles, and whether or not it's harder to be a man or a woman in certain situations. And uh, we do talk about uh, um, some serious topics uh, like, you know, like rape and like, like uh, feeling unsafe at parties and stuff like that. So if that's a trigger for anyone, I just want to let you know that that's out there. Um, and it's not really our normal sci-fi show. Um, I also want to uh, acknowledge up front that I know that we might not always be the show to do this, uh, that we were making filthy jokes in the last episode and probably will in the next. Um, but uh, we didn't want to just not share the conversation that we had because I think it goes interesting places. Uh, my mind was changed uh, over the course of the conversation. Um, and so please don't hold us to any of it. Uh, but uh, just welcome to Trek Off. My name is Alexia. <laughs> we are the most mature show ever. Ever, ever in the history of ever. 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 Um, we do we do we do mature good, huh? Yeah, we do. We're so smart and matured. We're matured. <laughs> matured. Matured is what we are. Yeah. Um Wow. Cool stuff to talk about this week. Um uh, we got contacted on Facebook by uh, our friend Mark. He's a difficult name to to uh, to say, but we call him our friend because he has given us uh, very nice. We don't really know him, but he's given us very kind uh, reviews um, oh, on uh, on nice. all of the all the Endlight movies. Um, and we didn't know him ahead of time, but he contacted and said, "Hey, uh, we know about this thing happening." So I figured I would mention on the show. Um, although by the time we post the show, it'll be done. Uh, but uh, as per usual, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, this this really it's not really worth mentioning because from your point of view, it happened to, like a week ago. But uh, hey, a week ago, you could have met uh, the actress uh, who on Enterprise played Tapau, um, uh, in Chicago. But you know, but hey, next year, <laughs> <laughs> who knows who will be there? <laughs> who knows who'll be there? You definitely want to go next year. It's very important that you okay. do that. That would um, be pretty cool, though. Uh, um, <laughs> but I, I digress. Um, I have family in Chicago, so I should go. <laughs> you should just go. You should go a week ago. You should go right. Well, it's March twenty sixth that it's happening. We're recording this on oh. March twenty sixth. So. <laughs> no, I'm shooting that week. Oh that no! Weekend. Like I think I you're don't know so famous. You're so famous and stuff. Oh, I know. I know I am. No, I'm not. <laughs> um, well, so hey, guess what? I showed my uh, my 10-year-old uh, boy uh, his first rated R movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Now, let me be... ask you a question, and I know yes. you're going to hate me for asking you this, but, yes. you know, that's how I do. Um, Would you, ha and it's just because I've seen this in other uh people around me sure uh, and you know i'm just gonna call it like it is it's really it's my niece and nephew uh because uh -huh. they were not afforded the same treatment in that regard like she was not allowed to see rated r movies till uh much later than him which might be an I, i'm not sure if it's simply a because of a you know one being a girl, one being a boy, yeah. or if it's just like 
he's the second child, so like to parents, from my understanding, tend to be a little uh, less strict. Both the second say, time I, around in general. I so think would I you be letting be a girl see uh, a movie, an R-rated movie, at that age? I wonder. Um, those are two important questions. So I'm going to say uh, the unfortunate truth is to both of them, both regarding second child and regarding um, being a girl. Uh, I would probably have waited another couple years, and here's the reason why. Um, I am not showing him a rated R movie to be like, okay, son, now you're old enough to see a rated R movie. I'm showing a rated R movie because I probably because the podcast and how sort of filthy the language is in the ninjas films um, are. And you've been in our house. It's like rated G in our house, like all the time. There's oh, no, no. So uh, yeah, I, you're like you're so like Bob Saget. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm Bob Saget. Like full you're house Bob Saget at home. And like it's weird, and, and then and I I'm, talk to you like not, and it's like wait, Bob Saget cusses and he's yeah, filthy. Wait, so, what? <laughs> so the so what what prompted me to say I've got to start, and I was you know I was younger than him when I saw my first rated R movie. I mean, um, I, to be clear, I was as well. I mean, I watched like rated R movies like at probably five or six. So so the reason is is that I've been reading. Um, I'm reading him Ender's Game as I've mentioned before. Um, or now I'm on to Ender's Shadow. And occasionally the characters say shit or hell or damn. And when they do, he's like, Dada. I'm like, what? He's like, don't, don't say the words. And I'm like, oh my gosh, they're going to beat the shit out of you next year. <laughs> so the decision specifically, I think that when you're a girl, you can, because so, I knew lots of girls in high school who could get away with kind of being they don't curse they're kind you know, you know what I mean they they there's not well, an expectation. What school did you go to? Well, no, there. Let, let me be clear. Plenty of girls did curse. Plenty, uh, but it was sort of semi okay for you. Like with, when you were a girl, you didn't kind of have to. Like it, you, like it didn't like. So there you was, feel like being male, you kind of have to, but because I, you know women are like, supposed to say those filthy words, it's totally okay if they don't. And 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 which I that find being, really sexist, by the way. <laughs> well, I know it, but it, but here's the thing: it 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 is sexist, but it's, it's also horribly sexist. But it's also what the like. I feel the other way around, where I go. I wish that I kind of didn't have to show a rated R movie because I know the way that the fucking boys are gonna be in middle school if you don't like have some exposure to so it's it's kind of the other way yeah i am i know that i'm introducing him into a world that is um in this case in my opinion yeah i mean i um, want to be clear that it's fucked up in both scenarios right it's fucked yeah. up that that either gender like should be expected to or yeah. should be uh in trouble for doing like both are are not okay um, yeah, you're like, right and that's are... the thing about sexism everybody fucking loses man yeah, you well, know? I agree. I and I and I absolutely agree with you. I feel a little forced into into doing it um, because I know that. Um, and again, you know, boys are supposed to be strong, you know, which is bullshit. But I know that mm -hmm. that if you come in and and having a not an idea of of how you know men talk, if you go into it and you're like, "What did you say?" If you're a boy, you know that is met with that is met with, at least in my experience when I was growing up, violence. Um, 
which is something that you know i i'm probably projecting my childhood going boy i i better it's you know it's weird it's it's the i better toughen him up because i kind of feel like if i don't horrible man you're you're just feeding into it then i know but you know what here's the thing i there's there's my desire to not feed into it and also the desire to not you know have him have what my experience was because you know you know what I mean? It's like the decision to yeah, not like in- you don't you, as a parent, obviously, like you yeah. don't want your child uh, to have to suffer anything that you suffered. Yeah, like you, like like as a member of society, it, you know, as a member of society, I want justice for everyone. I feel like it should be equal for everyone. I think that the sexism that's involved and inherent in the situation is shitty. As a parent, I will run you over if it's better for my kid. I mean, yeah. that's just the case. <laughs> like I will, I will, I will, I will run over, I will run over a stranger if it makes life better for my, for my kid. Um, yeah. It re- it's like the, um, did you ever play that game? Heavy rain? No. Oh, dude. Uh, spoiler alerts, like for a game that's a gajillion years old at this point. Um, but it was very like story driven and like you were uh, a dad and like mom, uh, you were widowed father. And, you have a son and you spend like the first part of the game. And I remember the, the game got kind of knocked for this. Uh, it very, very early in the game. You just kind of spent the day, like being a normal person, like doing normal things, like watching television and like making breakfast for your kid or like, just huh. like, like mundane shit. Like that. Most people are like, dude, this is a fucking game. Like, what am I doing? Um, to the point where, and it was interesting because this was kind of a horror mystery uh, game in a way. And so I wound up playing it with my sister, who basically the way that we would play games, like I'm the one who's generally speaking good at them. So like I would um, drive, right? And she would like yell directions like a, you know, a backseat driver. And so uh, we're playing this game. And at one point, like, they basically like you know some bad guy has like taken my kid and like leaves me like this box with like a gun and shit and is basically like you take this gun and you go to this person's house and you fucking shoot them or I'm gonna kill your boy. Yeah. And like I was really put on the spot like when it happened. It was kind of the point of the game and I like freaked out and like. I didn't even like listen to my sister. Um, I just like shot the guy, and she's like, "What did you do?" And I was like, <laughs> "He's he's he said he was gonna kill our son. I ha- I had I had to, right?" I know that's how you feel. I mean, that's <laughs> like, and, and you know the thing is, it is is, you know, and I think this. I mean, this probably extends to you know to spouse as well. Like like societal rules and your desire, you know, like the, your desire for for you know for what you you would expect in the ideal that kind of steps aside when it does like yeah like we and it's not it's even shit that like i believe in like and it's you know built I mean? into like, us I'm not i think into, like, it's, it's it's built into us that we selfishly you know guard our pack you know what i mean it's like all of us do that yeah um, like and i'm because i'm clear like if somebody threatened mr a like there wouldn't be a whole lot of thinking and or logicing going on there would just be an emotional don't hurt him thing happening and yeah. that would not go well for someone on the other end. Like, well, you know, and if I, even if I'm dying in the attempt, you know I what believe I mean? You. No, I believe you. Um, <laughs> That's just the way that it is. <laughs> um, but I, but I guess, I guess the thing is, is, is 
you know, I wonder if I had a girl, um, what I would be de- like, cause it's all deliberate, right? So what I would be deliberate going, okay, here are the messages that you need to have, in my opinion, to successfully, to successfully navigate, navigate middle school, which would probably not be a lot of my opinion. In this case, it would probably be a lot more of my wife's opinion in that case, because I'll be like, look, I don't know what the fuck you had to navigate in middle school. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't I don't have I know I know what I had to, which is, of course, the problem with parenting, because like we live in a, you know, in a post Columbine, post 9-11 society, blah, blah, blah. You know, oh, like, and, and one hopes, you know, theoretically, at least a more progressive Things are right. different. Things are better. No, I'm not going to. I'll know? be honest that. But social media then, you know, has changed everything. The question, you know, I. Yeah. Like I the ha- reality is it's a very different landscape than when you and I were children. Because I mean, t- just by that feat alone. Yeah, no, like, I, I cannot and that's the thing. imagine. There, on one hand, what's allowed be. in school is a lot, you know, worse is a lot better. But then on the other hand, you know, when I, no matter how bad things got in school, when I got home, I could be away from it. And now you can't. Yep. So yeah, now I mean, no escape, man. And so the question then becomes, you know, I could forbid social media through his entire teenage life. Does that mean I want him learning about social media when he's 18? You know, like what? Like it's that's the 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 problem with with the the big bad world is you have to introduce your kid to that big bad world. Um, yes, at some point, um, unfortunately. And I wonder if I had a girl because it's a really interesting question. Like. I think that I would probably be earlier on introducing the introducing the the sort of social the the, the social parameters of of sex I think with a girl because I think the the odds of a girl going into like if I think if you keep a girl too sheltered by the time she gets you know, let's say to high schools, definitely by college. I know when you get to college that the, you know, the junior men are looking for the naive freshman girls. That's who they're looking for to like, there's, there is victimization that will happen if you don't walk in educated. You don't, you don't walk into the final fight of karate kid without training a little bit with Mr. Miyagi first. And, and I think that, that that's probably, you know, my position I've said, we should teach all our young girls to fight. Like, sure, but I, I'm talking more metaphorically. They should all have Mr. Miyagi teaching them. <laughs> but I, I'm talking metaphorically, of course. I'm talking I, like, I know, like, I know. Like, like, like if I had a girl, I would want to kind of go, okay, look, here's guys are going to try to get your, your pussy. That's yeah, and, and not and not in a guys are bad, you know, guard it with a lock kind of way, but just kind of go, look, here, here are here are the tricks. Here, <laughs> here are the tricks that people use. Here are some social ramifications. Here, I would probably be showing Buffy, frankly. Because I think that that show handles it with one or two exceptions, like really well. I mean, have um, you seen this the show? Um, I I like w- watched all of season one because it was on Netflix, and it was only six episodes. And I was like, "What? Wait, what?" Called uh, "Into the Badlands." Have you seen this show? I've heard about it. Uh, it's good. I like it a lot. Well, I mean, it's it's. I mean, there's a lot for me to like. It's it's kind of made for me in that it's you know. Got like cool ass motorcycles, sort of a steampunk, a post apocalyptic martial thing going arts on. too, right? Sort of western, sort of yeah. um, uh, like kung fu movie. Uh, so like a lot of really cool shit going on. Um, but there's this, uh, and there's and and what I there's something I really like about the the way women are treated in it, in that like they aren't necessarily treated well. It's as to be expected in some cases, but then you have those who have. Uh, who rise above and want to fight 
to, against it. And one of those is, is the widow, like in the sort of the rundown of that world, you've got barons and, you know, there's only several of them and they're generally sort of the safe spots, but you are, you basically belong to your baron. Uh, like it started out as seemingly like, hey, they're saving us, they're protecting us. Uh, and then it was, it became more a servitude thing. And she has this line and I don't, I think it's in season one where one of her, like all of her fighters, they all have like clipper forces, which are like super badass killers uh, with swords because guns are outlawed. So it's fucking cool. But, and all her butterflies are awesome. Like they have these cool ass, like throwing stars in the shape of butterflies and like these bitches are not fucking around and the widow is not fucking around. Like she can fight like nobody's business, man. She's awesome. I love her. But she has this line to one of her, um, her daughters. She's, you know, cause she clearly is kind of, I don't know, having feelings from the widow's perspective or, uh, feeling sympathy toward this boy. And she says, remember men use kindness as a weapon. And I was That's like, interesting. Oh, that is such a great line. Like it's, it's a great so line. I don't know if it's, I don't know how true it is, but it's a great line. I, yeah, I mean, I mean, I think it's a truism that that people use kindness as as. Well, I mean, here's the thing about the line. Like to be clear, yeah. I'm not. Uh, it's a great line, and I'm and I'm clear that in the context of the show, uh, it's. I don't believe because I mean, there's a lot of intrigue and other shit that goes on in the show. So I don't. And in this particular instance, I don't believe she utters it. Uh, in that capacity, in just a way to control her daughter, I think she believes it. Um, but but just as clear, uh, it's not true in the in the case that she's speaking of in particular. Like this kid is not being nice to this girl, like because he wants anything from her. Uh, he cares about her, and she cares about him. And like kindness is not always a weapon that men use, but it, it but it can be. And I just, it was just, it was such an interesting line because it was, it was such a, an interesting point of view that she had. And it was great. It's just, it's like one of those great lines where you're like, damn, you know, and it doesn't make them true lines, but it just, it's boiled down in such a way. And, and I'm sure that there are women, even in this world today, that, that may feel that way based well, on, I'm sure that they've experienced that that men do that but i think yeah. women do that to men as well i mean i think that i think there are men who would go yeah that's so true um really here's so let me ask this question this is and we're going to get to the sci-fi thing because i want to talk about the movie that i am showing my son um but uh let's just put it out there let's say up to about 15 years ago when the world got maybe a little more progressive do you think it was better to be a man or a woman let's say specifically let's say between the ages of like 13 and 30. So be. Yeah. Which, a man I, or a woman 15 years ago. 15 years ago between like the age of 50. The reason I asked this is that as I felt this as a guy um, growing up, um, I always felt like, like what would be worse having to deal with the onslaught of, of, cat calls and men not leaving you alone and men feeling like you owe them something like like the experience let's say of going to a bar right going to a bar when you're a woman the experience can be unpleasant because of you know people who are bothering people who won't leave you alone blah 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 blah, blah skeezy guys la 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 and of course the, the thing is like and, and i even recognize like not even necessarily like guys that are like always skeezy maybe this is just me because you know i'm kind of 
strangely naive and polyanic at times and uh definitely a romantic and it's like i have to believe i guess that they had too much to drink and that's why they're being skeevy in this bar tonight but right having now, too much to drink is is setting. in and of itself a skeevy thing to do if you're going to be skeevy because you have too much to drink then don't do, don't have too fucking much to drink right or like going sure. to a club or like or like a high school dance or something uh the the flip side of that of course being that especially at the time the way that you're expected to meet you know a significant other is to approach and is is to recognize this is someone that i feel is attractive to me let me approach them put it all on the line and and you know 9 times out of 10 you know you know get rejected or feel rejected or you know and and especially it felt like in high school it was like you like the girl like the, if the girl likes the guy the girl can try and pass signals but uh, and this is 15 years ago that but girl can try and pass signals and if the guy doesn't get the signals then she's shit out of luck and and from the guy's point of view it's if the guy likes the girl then he has to without knowing for sure if she's going to like him back go out there and do about the most gut-wrenchingly di- like embarrassing thing to do to go I like you do you like me too in a way and have to experience the no I don't leave me alone you know dirtbag and so I just wondered I mean especially- but I guess there's no amount of there's no nice way to say no I don't without feeling like no I don't you dirtbag get away from me yeah, well, that's what I'm saying is, is what's what's the worst situation, you know, and things have certainly changed a lot since then. But what's the what's the worst situation to be in to be to to be powerless to directly pursue your romantic interest or to be solely responsible the, you know, or, 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 or to um, be. Yeah, I'm going to say like I, I feel like I can say without a doubt and I want to be clear about something like. I love being woman. I yeah. I love my tits. I love my vag. Um, even though you know revolts once a month and all that, but like I, I'm clear. However, that there is, I hear what you're saying, and I I feel for you, but it's absolutely was and is probably still uh, easier to be male. I'm not saying there isn't a set of pressures that go along specifically with that. between 15 and 30. Specifically between 15 and 30, I'm not saying there aren't a certain amount of pressures sure. that go along with that, but the kind of pressures that you have to deal with um, are are like your your fellow you know men or boys egging you on, talking you know shit about chicks and how many of you fucked and and. And that sort of thing, and women are were, were and that, but by you by you. Let's say the universal you. I was a theater guy, so it wasn't like that at all. Oh but, yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm using yes, I mean the universal you. I don't you, mean like you as you, men, Justin specifically, because uh, you don't strike me as uh, buying you know, into that. You know very what it was much. for me? It was the, and the reason I, I but, had this thought is because is because it always felt like you know you know to quote a movie I was watching today. It felt like the girls were you know they were guarding all the doors, they were holding all the keys. You know, there's an old joke. Yeah, and you're not the first guy that I've that I've heard. Like I have some I have other guy friends that have expressed that idea and it's like, okay, you know what? I'm not gonna I don't know what that feels like, I guess. I mean, I've liked boys certainly that haven't liked me back. Um, 
but um and and I get the whole thing that you know we hold the keys to the vag or the puss but not just that or to the heart let's just say like that's or the that's, heart or however yeah. you want to break it down but like the not reality is you're not like women we had to like travel like in packs and you had to be afraid to like go to a party and try to have a good time and be concerned with what might happen to you if you go to this party like that was for your physical safety yeah like you're like and that's that's huge you know what i mean and and you had to deal with uh not being heard a lot of the time like even well let's start you're not talking about just high school you're talking about like early getting into the workforce and it's really funny that you bring this up because i was kind of me, me and mr a uh were talking about this the other day and and how uh, I never really uh, got that memo. Um, so, like, if, say, the VP of the company I was working at, like, talked to us or whatever, like, um, I, I would not give a shit that I was supposed to be an underling or a woman or any of those things, and I would speak my mind. And, and usually, like, I don't think I ever got fired over that. Um, I, got, I got fired from an acting job over that, but I never got fired over it in, like, retail or whatever um but i there there were times that it was um it was problematic because i you know what i mean but if you're a guy uh you can totally not only can you you are expected to speak your mind and that's a good quality that you do so however if you fail to or you fail to do it appropriately then then you are like you are no there is no appropriate when you're a dude i feel like it's because you're showing ambition, assertion, like things that are prized, but in a woman, that makes you like uh, aggressive and bitchy and all these sort of negative adjectives. I and think if you were to compare the the plight of women versus men, you would say, and I th- would you agree with this? The the plight of women is that you don't get to, and then the plight of men is that you have to. That would be. Would that sort of be the? I the, guess, yeah. There's, I, su- I suppose, there's something to if, that. If I mean, about all things, about 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 like all the things that we might talk about right now. The 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 plight of of women is is we don't get to, and the plight of men would go, but we have to, and we don't want to. And frankly, I don't even necessarily believe this myself, but this is an argument that is put out there. So I am just sort of conveying that. So I just want to make that clear before we go any further. And I understand that it is, yes, it is quite a bit of mansplaining for me to even put forth, uh, you know, your point of view, because it's not my place to do so. But uh, but for the sake of starting the conversation, that's sort of where some people feel that this lies. And I think that the reason I said 15 years ago is I think that has... You know, I think the landscape has changed quite a bit um, for the better, not not all the way for the better. But certainly if you look at, you know, my arrangement, um, right. you know, and my wife, uh, you know, as as you know, is is not the one who's afraid to speak to the VP, you know, <laughs> like, like well, I think, you know, what I think is really interesting hearing you. And talk I love that the world it, is going that direction, but I'm just is, I, is because I, what you're what what you're talking about, right, is like. Most guys um, who so basically you have like feminine qualities and I'm not saying this in a derogatory way because I don't believe that to be. Derogatory. Thank you. But I have some masculine qualities. Listen to how my voice does that when I say it. 
right? Like I that's what I'm saying. Like, the, but the, but that again speaks to sexism, right? The sure. reason you got you had a hard time as a guy, as a boy wasn't because you know what I mean. It wasn't because you were a boy. It was because you were a boy that had feminine qualities, and that is not good. That is bad, and therefore but it wasn't you just. But it, no, but it ridiculed. wasn't just. It, was, it wasn't up. just that. But I'm not just talking about the ridicule. I'm talking like if I talk about the relationship between boys, I will tell you. OK, so here's an example. I went to a wedding of a friend of mine about 10 years ago. And at their wedding, uh, there was another uh, another woman there who, as a girl, I had asked to and been rejected from uh, going to the prom. And at this wedding, that that now woman's mom was there and came up to me in front of my wife, I was having a night, I was having a drink in an hors d'oeuvre and said, hey, didn't you invite Heather to the prom? And she said no. And this was wow. like 15, 20 maybe years after that had, I guess 15 years after that had happened. But once you've done that and been rejected, that was like from, and it, and it just occurred to me in that moment, from their point of view, that was the history of Justin as far as they knew. The history of Justin was, Oh, that's right. Didn't Justin invite me to the prom once and I said no? And that 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 is is not like at the time it was it was sort of crushing. You just walk away feeling like you're about two feet tall. And sure. and on on that particular day, it occurred to me and I noticed, gosh, this is that's all that they ever got to think of me from that moment forward was, you know, whatever I was before that. From that point forward, that's what I was. I was the guy that, that oh gosh, he, you, like, you know what I, you know what I mean. So like that's, I that's, do, but I think, but I think there's a very good chance um, that that's mostly in your head. But I don't. I mean, I've not spoken to this woman or her mother. Sure. Like, and I don't know how often you came up before you asked her to, go to the prom, and if like this woman was just. Like being generally clueless, and it wasn't you know that for her that was some oh it was that boy like because it was enough of a thing for her because it's the mom right like you're not saying that the girl came up to you and said this right she, well if you move that mom. up to engagement so I, right I feel like there's a there's a very good chance and I think it's more likely um, at least from my experience like I don't. I mean, I guess, well, I didn't get asked out by boys, so I guess I don't have much to speak of. But uh, had I, I don't think that that my remembering of them would then be boiled down to that one instance when they asked me out. And well, if if you move if you move the conversation to like the proposal of marriage, for instance, the the. You know, the the stereotypical plight of the girl, especially in movies and stuff, is when's he going to ask me? Sure. And the stereotypical plight of the boy is, will you marry me? And then the the uh, face, you know, of right. the, uh, no. <laughs> face. <laughs> um, and, you know, I don't know which of those two plights is worse. Like the, those are neither one of the it just sucks to be a human being. Yeah, like when it comes to like matters of the heart, that's what I'm. There's something to be said for the old arranged marriage thing, you know. It's just like, oh gosh, no way, no, no, uh -uh. no. 
Um, not for I'm a kidding. romantic like myself. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I know. And romance is pain. <laughs> I mean, I of understand course. the ease of it, right? Because, I mean, I've had my heart broken my fair share as well. Because the, the I, most... I didn't get most... asked out. No boys wanted to be, you know, wanted to be hanging out with Alexia when she let's, was that let, age. Let's just be clear. Oh. The most romantic thing ever written is Romeo and Juliet. And, of course, they both end up dead. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert for Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> They both end up fucking dead. Um, of course, I was thinking. I mean, about I this get, because... it's heartbreak and, and matters of the heart and love uh, suck for everybody. That is that is definitely true. But I think there's so much more to it that to life than just that. Um, that sort of boiling it down to which is worse, uh, being a, a boy or a girl. Uh, it, it's it's being a girl. <laughs> it's because there's so many other challenges that go along with that than See, being and a guy I, and I, up. I do, and, and I and I would say that that I mean, 50 years ago, I'd absolutely. Although I think there would be people, you know, I think that there are people who are grandmothers today who who might say, you know, it was so much simpler back then. I knew what I was going to be, and that's what I was, and I did the home, and he did the work. Yeah, and, I mean, there are there are people. I and, mean, and it was who, and, it, and it was it was quite lovely. And and now, yeah, I have spoken to people of that generation that have uh, women that have them, and and it, it's infuriating to me. And I'm like, because I'm like, but 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 no, you couldn't choose. You just wait. Hold on now, like that. No. And I can't, I can't cuss because that's not lady like that's bullshit. Fuck that shit. Um, well, and and, that's, and and clearly I wouldn't have been okay with that either because I'm not the primary breadwinner, right? You know, but and right, like, like you wouldn't, yeah, you are, you would not I, and, have been. It, and, like, and my you would have had a harder a time of it than even you yeah. did. Yeah, like that's, um, I, and I and I and I agree, but I mean, it's you know, we are both happier as it is now in a more progressive society, but. Um, sadly, I sadly still think we have a long way to go. Like, just oh, I, I, of course, yeah. I'm, I'm, and I'm not specifically like regarding matters of the heart. Right? There are. If I look back at high school, I would say that like like probably sixty to seventy percent of the girls that I knew in high school, if they gave me any sign that they had any interest in me, I would immediately have been like, yes. And even now, like like that's how. <laughs> Like, like, that's how I am with like my, like my, my wife will come home and she go, Oh, you look nice. And I'll like, I'll like, you really think that's true? <laughs> really? Like there's, See, there's, I, I still have a that, that occurs me. to me as, as, as a much more female perspective on things. Like, cause that's how I remember feeling a lot of the time. Um, and, and even to this day, to some extent, I have to battle it. You know, where I just sit and look and hate myself and think horrible thoughts. Um, and and someone says something nice. <laughs> and I'm like, you think so? Or, you know, or I just it's usually actually like in my brain. I'm like, they're just being nice. Thank you. Um, it's well, and I, and think, I think it's think because that, I think that, that happens men... for a lot more for women than men. Well, and I think it's men because men and women are wired differently. They do want different things. I think part of the, you know. The resentment for men is is that you know men you know in in truth want sex all the time. So the fact is is that if you're if you're a, a if you are a starting to fall apart a little bit fifty five year old man or a starting to fall apart a little bit fifty five year old woman and you walk into a bar and you go you know what my only goal today is to get some sex, I think the woman would be more successful than the man, and because of the way the man is wired, you know, and this is when I say the man, of course I say you know these are all 
brash generalizations for the point of discussion. So it's not 100% what I really think. I, but you know what? I know that you're using generalizations, but before I can let you continue with your generalizations of sure. boys and girls, um, I believe that what you just said is uh, is totally false. I disagree you with do. you in every way. They feel like if a 55-year-old man uh, is going to have an easier time than a 55-year-old woman, and I'll tell you why. Because guys are allowed to age. Like, we've been over this shit. Like, it's okay. And women I'm not talking about find finding older men attractive, I'm talking but about I don't sex. think that that is, tr- that is as true the other way around. I'm I, not saying I, that there I, aren't I am men telling out there. You, here's, but, here's, the, here's the truth. A man and a woman of equal age and fitness could walk into a bar wearing a shirt saying i will fuck I, someone i am just here for sex i i i want to fuck someone please come ask me the, <laughs> please come ask me the, the, like 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 like, uh, like i we should run I, this experiment like I have, just I, see what happens i have i have a room i have a room but we should both walk into a bar with that shirt and see what happens <laughs> who wants who wants to fuck me just right on the shirt who wants to fuck me <laughs> on the shirt and i can pretty much guarantee you with with a high degree of certainty who would be th- approached first because that's i mean do you disagree with that um i i do you think if um, you and i walked into a bar i don't think there's any question I don't think there's any question. I think it's just sort of and a bar equally populated by men and women. Sure. I think that I think that you would last 15 minutes and I think that I would be laughed out of the bar. I don't think that's true. I, I really don't, don't think I don't think I would get some random chick going, "Hey, that sounds like a good idea." Like I just think that's good. <laughs> that's, that's just I mean, not how What time are we going into this bar? Right? Like, how drunk are the people in it? It doesn't that matter. It certainly doesn't matter. has an impact, does it not? You, la- you last 15 minutes and nobody else just decides, oh, I'm going to go up to your room. You know, like, that's just not how, that's that's just not how it's going to go. And I, and, and nor should it, by the way. I mean, because it's, ultimately, it's because, you know, you know, men do have that, that, that penis with which they have to think and, and are, are, you know, like as as Amy Schumer said, most guys would fuck a mailbox. Like that's that. Like like, like that, that, there's truth to that, but I think. That, yeah, like when she did when she was doing the leather special, she was like saying yeah. something about like all the the shit that women like that we like do to ourselves or whatever. She's like, they don't fucking care. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think I think that that's. I mean, I think that that's where you know. Mo- I think that that's where maybe some of the some of the the feeling of, you know, of, well, I don't have that power that you have. And that's, of course, being a guy. The one thing that I wish I could possibly do is the one thing that you can do and don't want to do is is, you know, always going to be one of the mystery of the sexes, I think. Like, <laughs> that you can I, do it, whatever. Like, I mean, the th- but that's because, you know, it, you're a, if. If you're a guy and you be sleeping around, it's totally fine. But if you're a girl and you do that, you're you're a slut. You're a harlot. You're a trollop. You know, it's not okay to like sex, as as Madonna proved when we were growing up. Yeah, well, I think it's more okay now. I think. I mean, um, I think... I'm not even so sure that that's true. Like, I think, I think it's 
as okay now as it was then. Like, cause you know, I really, like I said, I wanted to believe uh, that there's been like significant process, you know, progress in that area um, since I was in high school. And it's been a fucking long time since I've been in high school. 70 or and, 80 years at least. I know. Right. Um, but I have um, a niece and she has like just gone to college and, I've talked with her about things and we're very, we're very close. And some of the things that I hear from her, it's like, I, I remember this. It's like almost exactly how I felt, almost exactly what I went through. And I'm like, God, that fucking sucks to hear that to be the case. Huh? Fucking sucks because you do have, you do want to believe that because especially you know when you're involved in the arts like we are like there's a much more progressive mentality in general i think and so it was sort of a rude awakening like because i was like this whole time like you know sort of my naivety and my polyanic romanticism is like but it must be it's got to be better for her it has to be um and it just simply it isn't and that's that was a little bit heartbreaking for me to find that out, to like have talks with her and, and, and hear things that I felt and, and have her had experiences that I had similar. And it just, oh, it was heartbreaking. I mean, of course, because it's family as well. Like that shit is worse because you, sure. you just want to protect them, you know, as we've already said. <laughs> and so um, it, it's just like, fuck, it's not any better. Like it's not. I'm not hearing anything significantly different. So is right this now. societal or is this built in? I mean, that's that's you know. I I feel like it's societal, man. Like it it it's, and it's so it's so far baked in societally that that's the problem, right? Because then once you try to talk about it, then you get some people. And I want to be clear, like I and and not that I, uh, you know, because I like I said I knew a feminist, you know, and when I was in college that like. Why would it be? We shouldn't be calling them freshmen. We should be fresh person, and like just sort of taking it to like a degree to which I'm like, okay, calm sure. the fuck down, because um, because I'm like, listen, it doesn't. We don't need to do all that now, all right? Like it's a fucking word. We can decide if it if it's going to be demeaning or not. Like we can say, you know, fuck it. That's what this means, or mankind. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, it's okay, the old deep I thoughts. It. It's... The, when you when you when you look at mankind and you try to think of its meaning, it's difficult. Mank and eind. What are these words and what do they mean? <laughs> what are these words and what do they mean? Uh, so I like I and I it wasn't that I didn't understand it. Like I do understand it to some extent, but it's like, um, <laughs> like I just watched. Uh, they have a uh, uh, Chappelle, Dave Chappelle's back, um, and he has comedy specials like on Netflix, and I just watched one. It was really funny, and he has this whole thing where he's talking about like uh, the gay community in particular, and he's like, "Just slow the fuck down, man." Like, he's like, just take your chips and leave the table because it was some, like, thing about, like, how marriage laws stay man and woman and they wanted it stricken because that was, you know, biased toward and he was like, just slow your roll, man. Like, just leave while you're winning and while you're ahead. And, like, to some extent, I feel the same way when it comes to, like, you know, the feminist movement. It's like, okay, am I concerned so much with things like mankind or freshmen? Um yeah, I don't like it. I, I think it's it's, and I understand where it's like coming from. It's coming from a male centric view, and and that, and I, while I don't agree with that, um, I'm much more concerned 
with the bigger picture, you know, where like women are, you know, have to be feared, fear for their safety and, and are treated as sexual objects and nothing more and don't get a voice. And like, I would much rather focus on that shit uh, than, the, than the minutia. But I think that that shit, the minutia speaks to how ingrained it is, like to the point where you don't even know it sometimes, like you're saying or you're doing some sexist shit. Like, and I'm even guilty of okay it. so for instance do you think that women having to ha- women having to you know make sure that they're safe is a is a is a part of 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 sexist culture or do you think it's because again we've established that men want sex all the time and bad men will bonk you on the head to get what they want you know and given that 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 if but you like look through, but but systemically and through society we've we have sort of shown that 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 you can get away with that that that's okay well i don't think it, but but i mean the the having to be safe part like they we have to travel in packs so we don't know what's gonna happen walking along alone i don't think is part of a societal norm of it's going to be okay for us to go attack that woman that's that's you know i think that's a matter of of Sex drive is driven by testosterone, as is violence driven by testosterone. testosterone That's why men sure. are like t- ten times more likely to, com- to commit murder than women, is because testosterone drives that. Also drives sex drive. So you have oversexed, overviolent people out there who see a woman walking and are you know you know lizard brain kicks in and goes will hit to get puss. You know what I mean? Like I think I, that I, I think I, there's some extent. I think to some extent that's true, um, but I think that a lot of the the rape instances that we see a lot of the sexual um stuff is um is happening at parties and in situations and and it's not a girl walking in a dark alley by herself and i think that's the problem like i'm not saying that doesn't happen and i don't know but i don't know that like in the instance that you just described i don't know that societally there's anything that can be done about that well no i think societally what you do is you who's gonna do a fucked up thing and yeah, I think societally what you do is you make, you know, you the the solution to it of course is to make it make, you know, lizard brain also feels fear. So right, you you have to fear enough. that you know what, if I do this thing that lizard brain's telling me to do, lizard brain should know that lizard brain's going to get himself, you know what I mean? Like right, that's, like that, that there's a consequence for that. But I think that, uh, that, that I what with. I'm finding to be the case that is, you know, that is so upsetting that's so pervasive is that you know, more and more, more you know, men in high school and college, particularly if they're, I don't know, athletes, feel entitled to it. Like, feel entitled to that puss. Because, hey, it came to the party and it wore a short skirt and it was drinking. And it passed out on my couch. You see, and I think um, and I think, and then, I think there's more. I, but I think there's more to it than about that. His because, again, and what it's going to do to him because he made this bad choice. Like, it's just, that's fucking but, infuriating. And that's absolutely societal. Well, here's it. But here's the thing. So I, I look at these, you know, and look, I understand the parents who are trying to make it so that their kid doesn't go to jail for 20 years. Right. Like we said, we would run over a stranger for. Our yeah, kids. like I do. So I, I understand. I, I, parents I get it. Not giving a fuck and, about the other person's kid because they only care about their kid. And I do think that it needs to be taught societally that, you know, no means no. And that you don't deserve something just because you bought a dinner because you play football. or You know what I mean? I don't think that that's taught well enough by parents and that is that does fall squarely on the heads of the parents for not doing that i have recollection of being like fucking drunk really fucking drunk and this guy is showing interest 
that I've just met at some college party and I'm a high school girl. And he's like, no, you know, you're drunk. I, we shouldn't, you know what I mean? Like, and he was drunk. Like, I want to be clear, dude, not sober either. Dude, drunk. Okay. And I'm, and I took it upon myself to, to convince him that I was not drunk. Like, no, no. I mean, I'm a little tipsy, but I'm totally fine. I know what I'm doing and I want to do this, whatever the thing is we're going to do. Right. And then I dealt with that guilt afterward because I didn't really want to do the thing. I wasn't, you know, like sober. I would never have done that. But that's on clear for me. I feel like that's on me. And because the guy did the right thing. Sure. And was like, well, and if the guy had done the wrong thing, I want to be clear, it wouldn't have been on you. It would have been on him. Like, right. Like, and so that's what I'm saying. Like, so because I know that this happens, that there are guys out there and they have the testosterone and they may be on sports teams too. And so they've got, and an that's not an excuse. I, that's not an excuse. Not, I, I want to be really, and super they're clear. like, not really, like, I guess the point I'm making, like, is when people do something, I am not um, unsympathetic to circumstance. As a matter of fact, I'm a big believer in circumstance mattering. Because I think if culturally more, like, because I mean, Mr. A will talk at length about how he was always so terrified as a young man. And again, like yourself, he has a lot of feminine qualities, which is what I love about him. Like, he's not, you know what I mean? Which is not to say, which is not to say he's not masculine too, but like, but having feminine qualities means you're unmasculine somehow because it doesn't. But he always was concerned about that shit because he never, ever, ever, ever wanted to like do something to a girl without her consent. Like he never no, wanted to have like, and I'm sure you can relate to that because you guys are very similar in that way. Um, so I, be- and I know that for me, for instance, like when I um, had like a little talk with myself, I I decided like the first time I ever had sex, I wanted it to be when I was in love. So I was I had this thing like w- within myself, and so whilst drunk, we've talked about this, right? I have stated, and this is true, that it was all about the sexy time. But somehow, no matter how drunk I got, sex didn't happen because of that, right? Because I had gone in my head at some point, and I lodged it well and deep. I was like, you're not doing that unless you're in love. And if you're just drunk somewhere, you don't fucking know. So if that is all these things are true, that if a guy, if it's in him, if it's baked into him enough, if he is taught enough, if he understands that he doesn't just get to touch that woman, that he is not entitled to it because she's drunk on his couch, because Which he, he should be taught booze, because he bought her a fucking dinner, like whatever the things are that these fucking guys tell them, these entitled fucking guys tell themselves. And I'm not saying all guys. I, so I want to be clear. Like, it's not like I and I'm, I'm citing, in fact, the fact that it's not all men that I have experienced personally firsthand a number of times when they weren't that way. But that exists. That culture exists. I agree. I guess what I'm saying is, is I, I believe that if, if, it was, if it was as awful as I think it should be for one human being to take advantage of another human being for any reason, um, that if that was like, because clearly there are men that that worked for. There, there are boys that heard that shit growing up and, and it took it to heart and were concerned about it and ergo didn't get 
you know, might have gotten so drunk, but that didn't make them rape girls or just go have sex with girl over there because she's fucked up and I'm fucked up. It's probably fine. Like, and I also want to saying- put the, this about what you just said. I want to put this truism out there and it is a truism. You can't argue with this does. And it's a two part thing. Are there false accusations of rape by women who regret what happened? Absolutely. Yes. Are yeah. there, are there, and, and to be clear, that upsets me because it fucks it up for everybody. But sure. are they outnumbered 20 to one by, by accusations of rape that are absolutely true that are, that, that are discounted because of that one in 20 times that the other thing might happen. Yeah. Which is, like, si- which like, is silly when you think about it. Like, cause if you were looking at numbers of anything, would you ever yeah. be, would, would the outlier be the thing you believe would like be the thing yeah. that we hold to be true? That would but people, never be so, the So I, so I want like, cause I know that there's going to be that, that person who goes, I know that this is, a, I do too. I know that the, I, I do know too. that, that happens, yeah. Yeah. but it's there, way that, less that prevalent happens. than the other thing. So but I, it's yeah, yeah like but but numbers are staggering. So like, why are we even talking about this tiny percentage? Because that's not in any other circumstance. We don't fucking talk about the. Tiny How did Trekoff get on rape? What are we doing? I don't know. I don't know. You brought. You were talking about. Uh, you it's know, just, it's my fault. It's my fault. Because no, it's not like, fault. Look, it's a it's a discussion. It's because, a discussion no, because worth you having. were like, I'm going to take my son to see this rated R movie. And I'm like, well, but would you do that if he was a girl? I know. I had a totally different thing I was going to talk <laughs> and about. Somehow today. that gets us to rape. <laughs> no, look, look, I think it's an important conversation to have, you know, um, and I think that, look, I think I as you know, as we come to the last five, five minutes of the show, I think I want to I think I want to be clear about uh, about a few things that I that, that one Anyone out there who feels like they've been victimized, um, you know, if especially if you feel like someone has done it maliciously and, you know, and you're sure that, you know, this there's a monster out there who's done it. Um, I I would encourage anybody to seek justice because seeking justice for yourself is also seeking justice for other people who might one day be next. have to face that same monster. Yeah. Um, so so that's that's the the first thing. And second thing to men out there, I would say you bear a, a an enormous responsibility as the bigger, stronger and necessarily thrusting party to to make sure that 100% of the time you 100% of the time have consent 100% of the time. Like yeah. there's no if ands or buts, nobody owes you anything, blah 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 blah. Let me tell you what I think got this on my mind. Um, Because it wasn't just you. I read this thing last night online about um, it's this thing that I kind of, you know, clickbait where it said, it said, you know, when the when the girl finally wants the nice guy after rejecting him and going to all the bad boys. Um, That's some fucking clickbait I would click on too, man. I hate that shit. <laughs> and, and I read it and I clicked on it first. And, the, you know, 16 year old me is, is reading it going, yeah, I was a nice guy. And. People are always attracted to the bad boys. Why is that? They're bad. They're bad and do bad things. And I'm good and do good things. Why not me? And I know know people who who like legitimately like I understand that feeling. It's under like, why am I not attractive? I'm doing all all the good things. But then I got into the 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 article because I started out on the side of the writer, like kind of going, kind of going, you know, it is, it does kind of suck that you will go for that, that, that your women, especially younger women sometimes go for people who are just 
terrible because in some strange way, being terrible is attractive. And when you're not being terrible, sometimes you feel like no one gives you any attention. I understand that feeling. But very quickly, that article turned into this feeling of entitlement going, I'm super nice. And now you, yo, now you're, you're not as young as you used to be. And you're kind of flabby now. And now you want me? Well, ha ha, I'm successful. And it just suddenly just got like, I wanted to just like shit in this guy's mouth. Um, uh, because like, like you're absolutely right. No amount of niceness means that you're entitled to anything. Um, like that's not like and frankly i i managed to most of the time especially during courtship i wasn't always a nice boyfriend i wish i could say i was um but <laughs> but during but during but, but during early courtship during like me trying to get someone to like me when i was younger i never took the tack of i'm bad like i always took the tack of being nice, and eventually you know i found you know a, a very early in my life i found a, an amazing and perfect woman um, who I then married and stayed with for the rest of my life because I, know, I will never I, ever. You and me are so lucky in that respect. <laughs> um, but I would, but I, I would, I would say that, like, I understand that for those of you who are out there feeling that way, I understand that feeling. Um, but oh, definitely, like, but, I, I understand guys that that had that feeling. But if I could talk to the writer of that article, I would say, were you really being all that nice if if what your niceness was? Was, was a weapon just to get a thing. Yeah. If, if, if you're using niceness as a weapon, if you're being nice, mm-hmm. showing flowers, being chivalrous, it's not chivalrous. If you're doing the things for that occur to you to do, if that's your baseline, yeah. if you're, fo- you, if you're right? following the nice guy script, cause nice guy script ends in, in happily ever after theoretically. It, yeah. Then you're <laughs> like, not being nice. You're serving yeah, yourself. Then, in the then way you're you know not that. actually nice. I don't know if you yeah. know that or not, but, um, <laughs> You know, and, and the best way to be the nice guy and the way that's going to make it so you do get your happily ever after, including your quote unquote happy ending. You know, the best way to, to be that nice guy <laughs> is to actually like care about the other person, like to right? really generally go, go care about them as a person, not as something you want. Um, yep. you know, and that goes, and that you know, goes both ways, man. That it does go both, both ways. ways. Absolutely. You know, like, like, and I, and I would say, yo, 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 girls sort of the same thing. Like, like, you know, have yeah, some there's, I mean, the nice I find the whole, often, and, and this yeah. is a way which you and I actually, I think agree. Um, like the whole, uh, like mating ritual. I just, I, I find it, uh, irritating, mildly abhorrent. And like, no wonder people can't find their other half when this is what we do. Like when this is the the form we've set up it's like yeah. well, like well then we're we're lucky at best because you know guys are busy being uh, you know what they think women want and women are busy being what they think men want and nobody's being themselves and it's like well no fucking wonder like you don't wind up fighting anybody and you have a horrible relationship after horrible relationship it's just it's such a vicious cycle and we, but we like continue to do it, and it's fucking clickbait like that, and like other clickbait that I've like seen online, like it, that just fucking helps drive that as a night. Like, and before we had clickbait, it was friends or you know, other people telling you uh, what how it is and what you got to do, and like you know, like the rules uh, for dating. And I'm so glad that I 
decided at some point uh, rather early because, you know, me, once I've decided a thing, I pretty much go with that. Uh, and so I was like, fuck all that. Like, I'm not I am not playing these games like I'm not going to do it. And I don't want a guy that's going to do it. So, hey, you know what? That makes this real easy. Like it makes it makes the whole situation streamlined. Like and that's why I like was like basically right after I had that revelation that I met Mr. A and like here we are, you know, well, 14, I, 15 years later. So, I think that I look, I think that ultimately um like cuz this you know I was going to call this like about a half hour ago I was going to call this show the battle of the sexes, but it's really it's gotten much more serious than that. Um we <laughs> I mean we we touched on on an important thing. Um and so I want to like if I'm to wrap it all up, um you need to always think of whoever you're with as another living, breathing human being with a soul who, who like wants respect and, and, and not like, you can't think of a person as an object. So that's number one, be empathetic toward your fellow person as a fellow person. Always. Yeah. Right. Uh, always. Yep. And, and you know, to never victim blame it to someone who's been victimized. Like that's, you know, Okay, you know, there's don't no, do that shit, no amount of yeah. alcohol or short skirts or being in a certain place at a certain time. Or, you know, I've, I saw a wonderful cartoon that once that just showed the like all the definitions of consent up to and including if in the middle of consensual sex, one party says no, that is a withdrawal of consent. That's like at no point. At no point is yes implied if no is said like that. Yeah. You know. That's you know always going to be the case in terms of our initial conversation about men and women and who has it easier. I'd rather because I don't think there's an answer. And I would say, why don't we all kind of agree that both sides like have it tough? And why don't we all like start looking out for each other again as human people and going, gosh, you have it tough and such. Hey, you get paid less than we do. Let's make sure that works out. Hey, you have to ask you know, for the date to the prom. Let's make sure that if we have to say no, that we that we do so in a way that we understand that you're like you're putting it all. Yeah, the like line. I've never like, understood, uh, and and I, and I think that to some extent there's again societal things and and pressures and social norms and fucking bullshit. Like, but it would never occur to me uh, to be horrible, uh, knowingly horrible to a guy. Uh, if he ever asked me out, like if that had ever happened and, if and I, a guy if a had guy asked come, me out and I wasn't interested, like it should, it should be simple for both of you. Like it should be a, a simple thing for, for the girl to say, no, thank you. And the guy to take that and say, all right, good night. And that's it. Like, I feel like that's the best way that scenario can go down for everybody. Yeah, so, so yeah, let's, let's work out the scenario. There's a bar, there's a guy, there's a girl guy first, since you're going to be the one initiating when you see the girl, assume to begin with that she's not there for you. Right. She's not there for you to begin with. And not there for you or your amusement. And your (laughs) threshold for, for absolutely needing to cry and get someone's number must absolutely be like, I absolutely can't leave this bar without at least trying. I may see my soulmate over there. Like, don't sure. Like, like, like that, like, not every single person you come up to with a pair of boobs needs to have their number given to you. But if you absolutely go, Oh, this person is amazing. She's gorgeous. She seems wonderful. Maybe let's see what happens. Fine. That's how people meet. We get it. So guys, when you do it, you go up and, and you're interrupting their day. 
They're a person. You're like a waiter coming to the table. You have to understand. You're interrupting their <laughs> like you're interrupting their meal. Table. You know, and if you must, you know, strike up a conversation, be nice, start reading the room, you know, if it seems like you're not not wanted there, then leave. And if you're rebuffed, then leave nicely. And and ladies, that guy who's coming up to you and doing that, their heart is pounding in their chest half the time. They are, you know, they clearly don't have someone of their own. So when they go home at night, they're probably a little bit lonely. So they are coming up to you and they they are asking you, do you think I'm attractive? If you're if you ask somebody that question, how much how vulnerable are you? Knowing their vulnerability, you have no responsibility to say yes you are or yes I want that, but understand their vulnerability and treat them as such. Yeah, that's you why know? I'd say like I I would say to my fellow women, like start by like just treating them like a fellow human being, even if they kind of come up on the joint, um, uh, seeming less so, like they're drunk and they're with their pals and they're kind of being a douche. Start by, you know, by being nice and, and direct and, and direct and direct, and direct, you know. But but be nice. Thank and if that so, doesn't thank work. Thank you so much. That's I understand so very the nice escalation, but yeah. like let's start there instead of just jumping to the escalation because. Yeah, because I know people who do that and, and, and brag and about it on Facebook. Shit. Guy came up to me. I told him where to go. You know, you could just go, even if they're being a little douchey. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's so nice of you to say that's not what I'm here to do. That's all you need. It's not what I'm here to do, but I hope you have a great night. That's how I treat telemarketers. You know, like, like, hey, I appreciate your call. It's not something I'm really interested in doing. You know, yeah. Like, and there are point, people that push that shit. And if they push the shit, like, I, that's, I get at it. At that point, they, gentlemen, you've been told no. You know yeah. how when a telemarketer calls uh-huh. and, and you tell them no, if and they you're keep nice trying about to talk, that shit and then they push, they, they push, how do you is like Is that it? telemarketer like ever going to get you to go, okay, I'll, I'll go ahead and buy that? No. Once you've said no, you're done with that telemarketer. You're just waiting for them to hang up. That's yep. all you're waiting for. So at the point where you've been rebuffed, you know, the, the, if you absolutely must like follow up, the very best you could possibly go do is say, is there any chance I could change your mind? That, like maybe you could say that. That's maybe the only thing you could say if rebuffed. And expect a no. But you can't go, come on, why not? You know, the very best you could ever go. go Is there I any know, right? Like, you can't be like, come on, why? What? What? Yeah, well, I'm not no. good enough? Like, don't fucking yeah. do that shit. Yeah. You, you know, do and I understand shit. it's going to hurt. Of course it's going to hurt. It's going to. You know, but yeah, know, like you, even if she's nice about it, I get it. It's still yeah. Hurt. So but, so like I have been with girls that and, and 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 like I said, I'm a little bit uh, naive when it comes to these things, and I've and I've I have witnessed this for myself. Um, like walking on the street with a friend, and like the cat calls and they come talking, you know, or whatever, and like and I'm like just trying to be polite, like I speak back or whatever, and I'm like I'm sorry, you know, we're here yeah. to do whatever, and they don't fucking stop getting in your face. And like it, and it basically, if my if my girlfriend wasn't there, like I don't know what how like because I don't ever strangely like I know I come across a certain way, um, but she was the one who basically just like eventually told like had to tell this guy to fuck off. Yeah, was like, no. dude, fuck off. I yeah, was no. like, and, oh. and by the way, and I was like, I was, and I was like, oh, why, why, why? Are you and by the way, I understand so for for him? single gentlemen out there. I I understand seeing somebody who. You know, who looks beautiful, who you would like want to go up to and go, look, man, I want you to know that, that, you know, feel that thought in your head. Think about how nice it would be for you to say that. Compliment yourself for being a nice guy. And then don't say that. 
that's 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 the thing. That's that's you know, that, like I will say this: you have a one in three chance that that's gonna that that's gonna make their day. It really could. There's a really good. There, there's a, a maybe a one in two chance that it's gonna make their day that you said that. But there's also a one in two chance that's really gonna bother them. So let's not even take that chance. Let's 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 do, you know do no harm should be your default. So even if you're giving up the opportunity to make somebody feel good. Give up the opportunity to make them feel good because it's also the chance that you're going to make them feel bad and you never want to take that chance. Like, you know, that's just reality. Yeah, like, and I, I hate that because every time we get to this discussion, you start talking about this, and then, like, and then you get the people that come out of the woodworks and it's like, oh, so now you can't compliment a woman and that makes you a horrible person. I'm like, no, it doesn't. But consider how, A, you deliver that compliment, B, the scenario that you're in. Absolutely. Like, like fucking, again, it's not as simple as, like, and I personally, like, I, anytime I have been complimented, like, on my attire or, you know, where I've had a guy, uh, you know, who's like, I'm sorry, I just, their boobs, they're amazing. I'm sorry. I had to say it. I'm like, it's cool. Um, like, I, I've never been offended by such things. But some people are. So, but some you people know are. And, so and but that's the thing. I feel like, I feel like, think about how that guy just said it, right? Like, <laughs> Even in that scenario, he's like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry. I can't I can't not acknowledge this. No, the answer to that, though, amazing. is yes, you um, can. Yes, you can. It, it, you know what? Absolutely. Because you, you say that. And I guess maybe that's why I never get upset. Because yeah. no, for me, I put I put them out there because I, I like them. They, they bring me joy and I want to share them with the world. You are. But if kind. a woman doesn't like do, my feeling is don't fucking put them out there and then get mad if a guy's going to notice them. Like that's me. Personally. And, 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 and as a guy, I would say, notice you don't always have to comment. It's like watching a movie, right? You don't have to, while you're watching a movie, go, Ooh, that's cool. Really loud. You can think it and then enjoy the movie. <laughs> and then enjoy the movie. Okay, but I mean, so that, I guess that's... what I'm saying is, it's like, there's a big difference between that. Cause I've had both experiences, right? Like I've had guys where they say that, and and it's fine, and we laugh about it, and all is well in the world. But I've also had guys who just, like, come up, like, just never even look me in the eye, right? And then just, like, look creepily at my boobs as though they're, like, a homing beacon, you know? Like, somehow my breasts, unbeknownst to me, go, boop, Well, boop, they kind of—no, I'm kidding. Boop, um. Just, like, and, and it was, like—and they just come in, like— like a fucking, I don't know, like an airplane on a landing strip that they're going to land their face in my tits. And it's like, hey, yo, guess what? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I put them out there. I like them. They make me happy. I want to share them with the world. But uh, you don't just get to stick your face in there. No. Okay? No. Not okay. That's not fine. <laughs> like, so hey, here. you got to fucking ask. But I'm just right, saying. So this is, like, so this is what so I'm saying. So those this receive a very different response right because there's the one where the guy is like you're saying like he has the thought and he's probably and i'm assuming i don't know but i'm assuming by the time he says i'm sorry i just i just have to say it, your breasts are magnificent like i assume it that by that point he's had the thought like 20 times while we've been talking and well, just yeah, I, has it's like if i just say it then it'll be said and i can stop like and, and my advice it in my head good. over and so over this again, is, so, so this is this but is i guess like the my, other my final... guy that's not happening there's no litmus test going yeah. on there's no there's no check there's no balance in his brain he's just like boobies and if, if you must have no other rule of thumb whoever you approach consider how you would want 
you know, like your mom or your sister or, or like, you, you know what I mean? Like, like, like if it was someone that you already see as a human being, a tribute, that's what they say. That's, <laughs> that's what they say in, in healthcare. Like treat, treat the patient as if you're taking care of like, how would you, how would you take care of your parents? Like, right, like that, a family member, that, somebody that, yeah, that you, yeah, that's, that's the for. level that you got to see your fellow human being as. And I think that's a, a fairly I think good way good to live your life them all around yeah like yeah try to see them as because there's someone's family member there's yeah, someone's just to, like give them the benefit of the doubt of being a good human being generally, yeah they're they're the, the they're the no matter the how they're acting they're they're the center of someone's world and and treat them with that treat them with you can treat someone with that level of respect without having to give a single piece of yourself to do it so yeah, in like general, just start there. I say, just start I guess with nice. As people, start with nice. I think that's like, that's the name of our episode. Start with yeah. Nice. Start with nice as because uh, let let Star Trek be your guide. Yeah, like man. they always start with nice, don't they? Yeah, like that's sort they, of that's baked into their culture. Unless they're Kirk, in which case, shoot to kill. Nice. Stop. That is not even true. Okay, my name is true. Justin. My name is Justin. <laughs> my name is Alexia. Trek off. <laughs> Trek off, bitches. <laughs>